tweet at TodaySOR. Yeah, I know people will be wondering who was my English, uh, sorry, who was the teacher who inspired me? It was the English teacher, Mr. Canavan. He arrived in about 1971 when we were in the InterSearch year. And among the things I remember, he took us all down on a school bus trip to Tour Ballylee, which was, of course, uh, WB Yates Country House. And uh, he was somebody I've often said he treated us like adults in school long before we deserved to. Interestingly, an awful lot of the messages coming our way by way of text or email, it's about the English teacher. Now, surely there were science teachers and maths teachers as well. They get strong mention. Was there no German teacher or, or somebody of that, or the French teacher who enthused you? But look, keep them coming. We'll be at it for a few more days. Uh, 51551 for your texts and email today, SOR at rte.ie for your emails, putting teacher in the subject line. Owen Curry uh, is on the line now uh, to talk about uh, summer holidays um, as we used to know them and as we might again, hopefully we will. Owen, I gather that since early April, the number of flights around the world has diminished or dropped by 80%. People anxiously wondering now what will happen to those flights they're booked? Will they be able to fly when they're expecting to? What should they do? Should they cancel? What's your overall advice to people? Uh, including the people who run the airlines, Sean. They don't know uh, what's going to happen. Uh, Eurocontrol had sent out two figures last night. Uh, 38% of capacity or 15% of capacity in July. That's a huge difference. Obviously, um, everything depends on uh, countries opening up. They have to open up in pairs for people. In Ireland's case, it would be uh, Ireland opening up enough to get us to travel and somewhere we like to go opening up. The best hope for that is Canary Islands, where the infection rate literally bit higher than Ireland but not as high as mainland Spain. There is some suggestion they'll open the Canaries up before mainland Spain. But uh, you know, the people making the decisions uh, the most optimistic I've come across is Ryanair. They're talking about 40% capacity July up to 60 in August, up to 80 in September and back down to 50 for winter. But there's no doubt that uh, everybody is scratching their heads trying to make, that's what they're they're paid to do is to make predictions but the uh, information they're making the predictions on is hazy at best. Yeah, and I see, I just saw a strap line there on the News, News Now website, or sorry, the picture, the channel, saying that the Austrian tourist minister has said hotels can reopen from the 29th of, of May. I'm not sure what terms and conditions will apply, no doubt they will. Uh, but look, um, what are people's rights? Because, you know, legally the, the assumption was, before all of this, if your flight was cancelled, you got a refund. It's the same, Sean. The law has not changed. What has happened is the law has been overtaken by events. To give an example, and uh, Ryanair were sort of the best in class. They have a, a very nice form that you can get. Um, it's more difficult to find in more in recent times, but I can tell listeners that all you have to do is type in refundclaims.ryanair.com and put in your reference number and you go in the queue for the refund. The real problem, as everybody will immediately identify, is that Ryanair would pay, depending on who you're talking about, talking to in Ryanair, it would be somewhere between five and 10,000 refund claims a month. That turned into 10 million in April. It's going to be even higher in May, June, July, August. So when you go from uh, 10,000 claims to 10 million uh, and you have also got your staff in the three centres, Ryanair process the claims, socially distancing, so they're operating at 25% capacity, uh, something has got to give. What is interesting is that Ryanair came out uh, with a series of emails quite controversially last week saying um, we, uh, you can 
get a voucher now or you can get a change of date. They offered the change of date beginning of March. They offered the voucher from the beginning of last week. A line they left out of the email, which could so easily have put in, and it's so Ryanair, you know, to create problems for themselves, is if you still want the refund, you don't have to do anything. What they created was a whole sense of panic, people trying to get onto phone lines that don't get answered, and also uh, chatbots that don't really respond. Um, if you still want your refund from Ryanair, you're still in the queue to get it. The problem is there are 10 million in that queue. Um, they're talking about six weeks, which sounds optimistic, or three months, uh, which sounds more realistic, but it could be longer than that. But in, if you want to change your date or get a voucher, you can. there is no human intervention required, Sean. If you're looking for a refund, this all has to be audited. A human has to look at it. That's where the real, that's where the roadblock is happening. And the other thing that was really uh, stressing people is that Ryanair have not loaded their summer 2021 schedule. It would be such a great move if they could, because a lot of people flying in July, a flight in November is no use to them. If they're told, okay, July 2021 is now open, pick your flight, it would take pressure off all those points. It's one of the things that could be done to clear the huge amount of stress that among people who have uh, holidays. I know holidays when people are dying isn't the biggest uh, um, biggest thing in the world, but there's a lot of financial pressure on households at the moment. A question from one of our listeners. Would you ask Owen Curry for me? I have flights booked to New Orleans and San Francisco in September. We want to put them off until next year due to COVID-19, as particularly New Orleans is a very highly infected epicentre. However, because they are economy flights, we can only cancel them and not push them out. What do I do, asks Tom in Bally, sorry, in Balbriggan. Wait and see. Your flight will be cancelled for you if there's a real danger or if the immigration restrictions which are currently in place uh, are not, uh, are, are, remain the same. Um, the, it's, this isn't just for that one particular case. This is really important. It applies to people who are coming up, being asked for the deposit uh, on the, the final instalment of, a, oh, sorry, the final instalment of their holiday. If you pull out of a contract, if you decide yourself to self-cancel or not not to continue, you're, you, it's your problem. You lose your money. If you continue, um, if you stay in the game by playing the final instalment of the holiday, it's their problem. It's somebody else's problem to either relocate you, find a new date for you, or give you your money back. Um, the real issue is that, that that's, it's, a, it's very, very simple. Continue your side of the contract and it's your, your, uh, your, your, you will get your money back. It, 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 it will take ages and ages and ages to get money back from some quarters and there'll be loads of complications as it happens in these cases. But if you break the contract, uh, you have no comeback whatsoever. And when we can eventually fly again, on how do you think it's going to work? Because people may still want to travel. Presumably how we travel will change hugely. I mean, I read, for example, that Etihad Airways is testing new self-service kiosks that will be able to monitor temperature, heart rate and respiratory rate of people checking into flights or passing through customs. A uh, big debate about those sort of external checks, how valuable they are, how accurate they are. I think the real advice uh, to the aviation sector that's coming from the medical people, the World Health Organization, is reduce the risk of infection at the cluster points. Airports are a disaster, Sean. They always have been. The whole circus with 
security trays, um, the crowding of people together. That's something that we probably will see changed uh, when we get to travel again. More care to hand sanitizers. You know, everything I'm hearing and the listeners will have been hearing is that the emphasis on uh, the the hands and the cleanliness and the sanitizing of hands uh, is the most important, number one in all the other list of priorities and pieces of advice that's going around. And airports haven't been great at that. Um, The whole notion of segregating on aircraft, lots of great coverage and lots of schemes being drawn up and screens and leaving middle seats empty, that really all fades into uh, insignificance compared with the, the, the business of preventing infection at the cluster points and the the crush point, which is the airports in the same way as it is in public transport systems all across Europe. And bad and all as things might be uh, where the airline industry is concerned and the travel agents uh, relating to that. What about the the cruise industry, Owen? Um, It really has had a dreadful, torrid time as a result of the virus. Uh, What kind of future, if any, can you see for the cruise industry? It's going to be a long way back for them. And the issue is they have a lot of hardware. They've got a lot of money. They will actually do what the some of the aviators... We're going to see the mother of all seat sales, for instance, to get people in numbers back into the sky, particularly for September. You're going to see the sort of... The last time we had a one euro seat sale from Ryanair was back in September 2000 or October 2009. But the cruise shipping industry will probably entice back people through terrific seat sales. The only people... People they'll get, there is a whole cohort of people who only go on cruise holidays. They don't do any other kind of holidays. They're the ones who will return to cruising. The new to cruise, the people who are thinking of doing a cruise for the first time, it's going to be a long time before they pluck up the courage to do so. And in a way, it's a little bit unfair because the cruise industry, confined space, they've had to manage norovirus for many, many years. It's been a big issue and they've got very, very good security and sanitizing uh, facilities. Anybody who's been on a cruise will see how obsessed they are with hand sanitizers, things like that. So they should be in a good position to uh, reassure people. But obviously, um, the five major cruise ships that had outbreaks have, uh, and the fact that they were on the, uh, they're so widely covered and being refused admission to ports, that really has done d- yeah. uh, damage to the cruise industry that will take a long time to heal couple of quick ones. Um, if you booked your flight through eBookers, do you get your refund from them or from the airline, asks Blaheen. Uh, follow the money, Blaheen. If the money has gone from the agency to the airline, which most cases it has immediately, you get it, you, you chase the airline. The cashback facility is quite, uh, has been very helpful through credit cards and through things like PayPal. Um, if you have an intermediary um, which is based on the internet, it can be a bit messy because some of these have been selling flights without clearance or even illegally by the airline. If you're debooked with an Irish travel agent, uh, as in e-bookers or any of the, even the ones that have failed and four of them have failed now at this stage, like use it being the most prominent example, you will get your money back through the bonding, a combination of the bonding system and the fact that the agents are in a position to return, to receive the money back from the airlines. They're not having much luck with it uh, at the moment and they're looking for uh, intervention from different sources, but it is 
it, it, from a consumer point of view, it means somebody else is doing the arguing for you. There are also other issues with insurance companies running for cover. They seem to be looking at every legal get-out clause with just a lot of information breaking on that uh, within the travel trade this morning um, to try and prevent payments. So there will be a lot of fighting to be done in courts. But from a consumer point of view, as I, as if you have someone else to do the fighting for you, which is the case if you're booked with a travel agent, you're in a better position. Oh, and thank you very much indeed for those insights. Owen Curry there, uh, travel writer, and we will be hearing from Seamus O'Rourke about lockdown in Leitrim.